us on Real Radio, another full week of the funny coming at you, man. We are your nightcap of comedy. We are on every Monday through Thursday from 9 to 10 o'clock at night. If you miss any of the shows or if you're out of area, you can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. Tune in live, WTKS, or search the podcast. Just type in Real Laughs. Scroll to the bottom. There we are. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I am your host. I am Devin Siebold. I'm Monsters in the Morning 2015 Community of the Year. Join the studio with my full ho- full house of full co-hosts. House. Yeah, yep. we're all here today. Uncle Jesse's J- here. James Young, <laughs> host of the Lowdown on Sling TV, is here today. Full house like three kings and two queens. Absolutely. Baby. Three mm-hmm. men and a baby, which mm-hmm. actually I'll get to Getting later on in the show. Get down Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. And then, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh. and then also we have Miguel Colon Jr. She would have got it. What uh, up, yo? She, she would have. Kimmy Gibbler would have. She wasn't good looking, but you knew she was a dirty girl. I was like 12 years old. I was checking around. I was like, you got low self esteem. I mm. do too. We should hang out and cry together. And a father <laughs> that was never around. Never she was always around. at everybody mm-hmm. else's house. Yeah. yeah. What, what if we find out later on that Kimmy Gibbler, like, we need to do the story of Kimmy Gibbler because we're going to find out, like, she was a latchkey kid. Her mom was an alcoholic. You ever notice how she had an unlike healthy infatuation with old? Older uncle. Oh, yeah. yeah, older men. It was it was weird. It oh, was yeah. like yeah. father was... of mine. Yep. <laughs> Tell me where have you been? It was the eighties. It was still cool though. Yeah. It was. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. It really honestly they could have played that dialogue out as they were interested in her too. And <laughs> everything would have been fine. fine. It'd have been like, good for them, man. Yeah, the ratings are really up. going up yeah. this week. That's like, really good. Sweetie, how old are you now? <laughs> yeah. 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 Old enough to make everything gross. Yeah. You know? You need me to pick you up from high school today? Or are you you good? You got a, you, a ride? Do you guys remember the movie My Father the Hero? Yes. That movie was, cr- you don't know, Gerard Depoidou and Catherine I, Heigl? Of course, I yeah. know him. She, she had to pretend, well, she wanted her father to pretend, well, she pretended that her father was her lover to get this other guy interested in Yes, that. and she was like 16 years old. And it was cool. And they made that movie. And here's the thing I remember. I remember being like 12 years old watching this movie and be like, is this is this right, guys? <laughs> like, literally, yeah. literally being 12. And everybody's like, like, shut up, Miguel. It's the 80s. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, guys, I know Miguel, that- this is a Harvey Weinstein movie. He can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. Just raising my hand like, something's wrong here. <laughs> well, think about the movie Big. You couldn't make Big now. Oh, my God. He slept, no? with, he no. slept with a grown woman. And yeah. that was the scene. I slow clapped. I was just like. Yeah. Every boy's dream. Now, it wasn't just one of the boys that we talk about every once in a while. Mm. Wasn't that high school? It was high school. So, like, like, you get a high, high school, school flash. Yeah. 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 But she was a senior. Yeah, but right? makes it okay. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't actually. That's the thing, though. Wait, that, that's the funny thing. <laughs> of course, thing. James says, that makes it all right. <laughs> By the way, my <laughs> wife was 16 when we met. <laughs> uh, no, she wasn't. No, oh, yeah, that's right. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I was 16. She was younger. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's all like, right. Hey, man, that's a weird thing, though. And a weird thing. In high school, you know, you're 18 years old. You're an adult, but yeah. you're also treated like a child, and you're thrown in the mix with a bunch of children and it's weird when you're in high school like when you're out of high school and you're a grown-up yeah looking at 18 year old high school girl boobs man even though she's a, a 18 you know we, we should have some sort of rule that hey man she's still in high school right you know, like how can the nba have these rules and not life you know yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. like you know you should not be allowed to scout children in high school well, there's that <laughs> no one, matter how old they are there is that one rule called statutory um, yes. yes. That's, that's a firm yeah. rule. Yeah, but yeah. we're talking yeah. about when she's 18. Uh, <laughs> she's 18, you know? I know you are familiar with that rule, James. Yeah. <laughs> it was in, like, the law library. Turns I didn't, out, I didn't break. It turns out we're good. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't break the law. 
I, but see, that's the thing. I bent it. Yeah, but yeah. that's, that's yeah. the thing, though. You and Michelle were in school together. But see, yeah. it worked out for you, yeah, so and that's everything's the love of your fine. Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's the weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like Mary Kay Letourneau. Like, she we're did, kind of okay with that. She didn't like, press charges. It's all good. Yeah. Right? yeah, and it's funny, man, because like you said with Mary Kay Letourneau, like, if I hear that uh, a young girl was, like, uh, assaulted by, like, a grown teacher or something like that, man, yeah. it, it destroys me, man, the yeah. thought of it, man. And then when I hear, like, a 16-year-old boy, the teacher, I'm like, well, and truthfully, man, I know this guys are going to be like, Miguel, you sound like such a punk. But truthfully, he's a kid, too, man. Yeah. He's a kid, too. No. You know, like, like you and, can't take away a kid's innocence because no, can't. it changes the whole direction of their life, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, guys, I know I wanted a grown woman when I was, like, 16. If I would have got one, we I would have high-fived everybody, and I'd tell that story like, as a badge of honor. But in the end of the, the day, uh, it's a predator. Yeah. That yeah. person's a predator. Dude, dude, I'm glad you guys said that because, look, I had a friend in high school, and his uh, – his mom had a party. Now he was Colombian, and you know, in Latin parties, there's every age group there. Right, everybody right, everybody has right. a good time. Everything, yeah. Now it went so late, people got drunk that everybody stayed over. And there was a 35 year old woman there, just recently divorced. And Steve was like 17. Who my friend was like 17 years old, and he got to talking to her. He was dancing with her the whole night because when you're at a Latin party, you can dance with an older woman. And well, that's yeah, fine. Because it's cool. You, yeah, yeah. So technically, was, two dudes could end up dancing with each other in a jokey, laughy sense at a and, Latin party. Everybody laughs. Everybody's laughing. Yeah, everybody's you're drunk. Just, yeah, you're just merengue with another dude laughing. Like, right. ah, let's go <laughs> join afterwards. You know, this is the weird. And those it? are the two guys who are going to get all the girls. Yes, you know? yes, yeah, absolutely. Because, because they're making fools. They're of making themselves. fools themselves. Yeah. So anyway, he's talking to her all night. He's drinking because sometimes at Latin party you can drink underage. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool. You're you're within you know yeah. the parameters of your parents. How many laws there? are you going to tell us that you broke today, James? Eighty-two. And then you know we're just doing piles of cocaine, which I currently sell. I don't know if you're aware of that. Party, sometimes you're doing yeah, sometimes, sometimes. with the cops. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, you know, they, they, we all go to sleep, you know, in different places. And you guys were not. kids when this was happening? 17, 17 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. He ended up sleeping with the 35 year old that night. Yeah. To and us, his friends, glory. He was a legend. God. Mm-hmm. He man was, was a God. God. We worshiped him. Yeah. We actually put, we put him on, hoist him on our shoulders, and we walked <laughs> around. Like every, time, every time you see him, you're like, there he goes. There he goes No, again. it was like, Derek is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked out of the room. Everybody bows. Oh, everybody bows. hoisted him up in the yeah. air. And he had the girl's panties on his head. It was yeah. cool. It was nice. But yeah. how, here's the deal. How, like, we're talking about that. We're yeah. All, and I mean, we're those guys. We're all like, good for him, blah, blah, But I do kind of feel like, and you, lady, you dirty woman. Like, you know, <laughs> and it's so funny, the double but, standard, because I judge her amazing. as being, ah, you know, you're cooking up with kids. Right. And then I'm with him, like, high five, buddy. You know, it's a weird cultural thing it, where we're. It, it is, but let's be honest. At the time, yeah. it was amazing to do that. We were not mad at him. We we're not mad at her. We were like, yeah. he wasn't a victim. Are you kidding? He, yeah. He, he had a good time, and I knew because his smile never went away. Oh, yeah. Like, right, he right, was right. in a oh, good yeah. mood. Yeah, he, he threw out his elbow, fist pumping. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Now, here's the interesting thing is a lot of times you see these uh, teachers that sleep with these students, and they're like, oh, you know, 18. Yeah. The, per- the kid was 18. The kid was 18. Everything's fine. Yeah. But there's a law because you're in a position of power. Right. And, and I think and there needs I, to be. Yes. And that's the one thing that I, at first, I think before I even became a teacher, I, you know, when you're a young kid, you're yeah. like, ah, 
ah, what's, you know, oh, you're 18, no big deal, right? Yeah. But then you become a teacher, and, like, you see the power that you really do have of influence over these kids. I could stand up in front of the Casey, class and completely, start recording now. completely <laughs> lie to them about yeah. whatever I, and they are enthralled. Yeah. They believe every word I say because I have a position of authority yeah. in that class. And you may be the, what's your go-to line? Um, no. I'm scared too. <laughs> and you may be the only adult that's ever spent this much time with them, not mm. treating them like they're kids. nothing and kids. Yeah. That's yeah. That's because interesting. every other adult around my life besides my teachers uh, would tell me to like shut the f up if they didn't want to talk to me anymore. Yeah, and go not away. Like abusive, yeah. Go away. I don't want to do. And with besides my teachers, your teachers. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but with, yeah, with my teachers, man. I sometimes we had debates, and mm. di and then, sometimes this was the first adult that I could ever be like, no, I disagree with you. I think that blah 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 blah. And easily, I know that like. Uh, you know, the teachers that I had in school, I, I did find bonds with them. And had I been, uh, I don't know, had, had they been horrible people, man, they could have molded my mind any way they wanted them. So I had teachers mm -hmm. that we would have debates about stuff, and I would just be enthralled at the moment. They're like, man, I'm talking with an adult, and I'm disagreeing with an adult, and they're saying, well, that's a good point. And they're acknowledging it. And they're that. acknowledging mm -hmm. it. And I could easily see how anything like that could become something that makes you infatuated with somebody. Mm -hmm. As you say that, I'm thinking to myself, how come it's not happening more in black households? Because we have no rights as kids in a black household. No one listens to us. It's shut up. Well, you so. got you to go to school. That's, oh, that's, that's what it is. Oh, I, <laughs> you got to have both yeah, parents. I, I, will say, I will say this. Yeah. The black males that I've taught um, latch on to me. Pretty yeah. quick. That's you what know, I'm talking about. Because they don't have a dad figure in their life yeah. sometimes. This is going to mm -hmm. sound. And the ones that do, uh, you know, sometimes they can be overly authoritative. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they don't. It's, and it's that's my our way culture. or the highway. Yeah. That's our culture. And my wife helped me break that because I definitely came from that. Mm -hmm. And I was beginning to be that way when my kids are younger. My wife's like, no, you don't have to be an authoritative person like that. You can actually listen to them. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, kids actually have rights. Yeah. It will. Yeah. <laughs> right to do what I say. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. It's funny, though, because I guarantee on Monday, like, <laughs> as this show's airing, yeah. James's kids will be like, Dad, can we look? No. No. <laughs> no, you can't listen tonight. No. You can listen tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not tonight's show. Tonight, Miguel, he just talks gross. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. He's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. There have been some crazy happenings among the Orlando comedy scene. Which one? Uh, they, I know, <laughs> man. It, it's fallen apart. I don't know what's going on. It, Rome is burning! Gay frogs! <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there needs to be some coherence. Like It seems like there's every man for themselves out there fighting. We had, uh, you know, last week accusations being thrown around, almost Hollywood-esque, you know, uh, oh, verbally yeah. assaulted, physically yeah. assaulted. And, and it's like, whoa. And I want to talk about that for just a second. Okay. I would never victim shame anybody. Okay. If somebody did have something like that wrong happen to them, well, we need to make the person pay for it. Of course. But I think we're getting to a point in society, though, we throw around accusations really The word assaulted is, is a that strong word. That yeah, that's definition a strong word. has very, very much and, widened. And what I'm saying about it is if you are going to say something like that, claim something like that, mm -hmm. it better be true. Right. Because, and, for one thing, you don't know who you're playing with. Maybe that person can lawyer up, and you can really get in trouble for slandering someone online. If you do stuff like and that. And also, that man, if yes, stuff does. like this is happening, um, man, I, God, man, everybody I grew up with is about to turn the radio off right now as I say this. <laughs> Get law enforcement involved if you're feeling in danger yeah, and stuff it's like that, you're, man. You're like, seriously, because, like, the worst thing we don't want to happen is 
us to be debating some stuff and then somebody actually hurts somebody. Yeah. yeah. What well, we're you, all arguing. We're like, yeah. he wouldn't do that. She wouldn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, like. If, 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 oh God, man, like every day I, I grew up, it's it on like, Facebook. Yeah, yeah we but need to, and, did and, and, you? And if you're, if you're around and you're seeing stuff like this happening, man, like I hate whenever I read comments and posts from people like, I was there, blah, blah, blah. We have to stop this. Yeah. Right. We have to stop these things from happening. If you're around and this is happening, I know people get afraid, like, I don't want to get involved in this, like this. But if you're around ever in a situation and you're like, whoa, this is getting super out of hand, especially because we're like a community, mm -hmm. we're, we all know each other. If you see something happening that's so bad that it's like, whoa, this is hard. If you see something, say, say something. Say something, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, man, God, man, every guy's going to roll up with Miguel. You become the bitch. Like, call the police. Say something. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, man, like, if something real's happening because uh, – if something real's happening, someone's in danger of some side. Let's not talk about it and, and stuff. Let's uh be about. Let's be it. about yep. it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yep. And let's do this. I agree with that. If it's really going on, please, you deserve to get some help. You, and, you deserve to have some support. Yeah, I everybody agree with deserves that. to feel safe yeah. and stuff. You know. And real quick, I do want to discuss uh, a comic had a meltdown on stage. Absolutely, James. Yes. You just showed me the video. I, there was a video oh. of I'm not going to say the name of the person, but they were at a club here in uh, Central Florida, mm -hmm. and it was an uh, MC. Now, I'll say this to all the young comics out there who are MCs or wanting to be an MC. Your job is not easy. No. It's the hardest job of the show. You've got to go up there to a cold crowd and turn that group of people into an audience. Right. Now, having said that, you can't expect it to be ideal. You can't expect the people just to be quiet and listen to you because you have a microphone. You have to work to get them in. You've yes. got to work to make them a crowd. Especially since many of the shows we do are... Ticketed, like free tickets, like yeah, they're free, yeah, free. When people don't pay for stuff, they, they, don't, they, they, they don't, don't appreciate it. And no. yeah, what people don't get too is like these. The reason these tickets are free is because of a deal worked out with the venue, not because this is a free show. But yeah. you, got, you had Aiden Park a couple weeks ago in town from Tosh Point oh. Yeah, you got big comics that they work these deals out with. So to the audience, be very appreciative for some of these free shows. But right. to the comic. Hey, man, this is the game. That's and, right. And, and I know that uh, you gentlemen have obviously never had a meltdown on stage. Mm -mm. You no. never? Really? No. I no. have. And we're going to talk about it when you we get back. You had a meltdown? Sure. We're going to talk about it when we get back here on Real Laughs on Real Radio. Stick around. Hey, if you're looking for adult entertainment, then why would you go anywhere else but Grandview Live? Grandview Live Gentlemen's Club is the elite adult club of Daytona Beach and Volusia County. They're located in the heart of Daytona in the Sea Breeze Entertainment District. Now, they provide you guys with sexy live entertainment, not just for the gentlemen, but ladies love them too because they have everything the entire group would want for a great night on the town. They have four bars, two stages, VIP seating, full bottle service, and a nightly DJ who will keep the party going all night. So if you're looking for adult entertainment, Grandview Live is the place you want to be. And remember when you get there to let them know that Real Live sent you. Real Laughs on Real Radio. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Devin Siebold. Join the studio with Miguel Colon Jr. and James Yan. I just wanted to say the other day, real quick, uh, before I get to the meltdown that I was uh, teasing before we <laughs> left, um, I did go to the Magic Game the other night with a good friend of ours, Dean Napolitano. Uh, I, yeah. took, I took Dean to the Magic Game to watch them get annihilated by Giannis and the Bucks, uh, uh. the number one player in the NBA by far. Giannis and Contempo just 
Uh, and I don't even know. That's not even how you pronounce his name. He's Greek. Doesn't matter. The guy's amazing. He's not. But one. regardless, I do. I just wanted to bring up. We went to Harry Buffalo and oh, had nice. some food there. Hot Fant- Henny Chicken. That's fantastic my fantastic food, yes. man. And it's cool because you walk right there from yeah. the Amway, and you know, it's literally two some, blocks away. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna give you guys a real quick life hack. I like to go to Harry Buffalo for the first half of the game and drink, and then as the Magic start losing, walk across the street and offer a scalper like. A chicken wing for tickets and stuff, <laughs> and then go watch the Magic lose uh, for the next half. And he's like, yeah. "No, kid, you keep the chicken wing." Yeah, he's ticket. like, "Nah, bro, he's I just like, want these out of my nah, pocket." Man. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that a flapper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you got me. You got me. You got oh, me. And man. it's Grant Hill. Yeah. Grant Hill selling tickets outside the arena. Dude, okay, so we were talking about a local comic having a meltdown, having a MC. meltdown yeah. as an MC, and uh, definitely, I mean. Oh. Okay, here's what you don't do. This is what this is a lesson in. Not here's what you don't do if the the uh, audience is being a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. He started screaming at them. He started putting down the city, the venue, tell them that it was a piece of explicitive and all that good stuff. And then he started screaming at everyone. He threw the bucket with the comment cards at somebody. Oh my oh. God. Dropped the microphone, kicked it, went to walk out, and started screaming at people more. Then left the building. Well, good night. Yeah, that's how you end the show. Leave them wanting more. Is that's what I say. What it was, you know. This is the thing, though. I'm, I uh, like I said, I've actually had a few moments on stage where the crowd ticks me off. But you know me, James. I'm not an angry person. No, I'm not a violent person. No, I'm not going to throw it on the mic and cuss you out. Instead, I just started insulting them, but like on a level they really weren't understanding. You know, I did a show uh, over in Tampa, and this was right after um, remember when Amy Schumer did the show at the um, Emily Arena and everybody walked out and everything and I was like, I got so mad at the crowd halfway through, I was like, are you guys Amy Schumer's crowd? I was like, did you just walk out of Emily and walk over here just to be disappointed? I was like, are you just going to sit there and look like, you know, a-holes this entire time? Let me ask this. What was the audience doing? And and then I... James, you've heard me say this before. Yeah. Smart joke's not working for this crowd. Yes, I understand I have. that. I understand that. Maybe I'll tone it down a little bit for you. You know, I get I get more of a Dennis Miller like <laughs> style anger about me when they stop responding. I'm I love, like, I love how Devin's like, I don't understand why they don't like condescending. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why me making a joke about their mother is that big of a deal right now. Like, you, oh, she I, died. See, she's not even wow. here to hear it. I don't care. <laughs> Devin, my God, man. I don't know. It's just I, that's. I've, I've had that happen, but the Tampa one was one especially where I was doing some material about 10 minutes in. I was like, I really don't like this crowd. And I just started insulting them after almost every joke. That doesn't um, actually sound like you. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, like, I, you guys I, probably don't get that one. Uh, a little bit of higher thought on that one, you know? And, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> you I, guys never passed a I did grade. a show in Lakeland, and I was insulting them, too. But I was just insulting them for fun. Lakeland light Can it, take though. it. Yeah, yeah, Lakeland there, can take it. It was uh, last Friday when the Winter Olympics were on, and there yeah. was a light crowd. I was like, whoa, everybody. Everybody's at home watching opening ceremonies. They're like, I love Soki. This is a great little, uh, this is great, man. I love it. And I said, I said, uh, I made a Whistler's Mother reference. <laughs> Whistler's yeah. Mother? I swear, they looked at me like, and I said, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't do those kind of jokes in Lakeland, Florida. They're not up here comparing, you know, MoMA what and the What are you going to teach them next, math? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Do you, remember, do you remember that British pub that used to be over there on, like, 192 area that used to do comedy? Fox and... Was it was it the Fox, Fox and was something? That, yeah, was King yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was over there, and none of them were paying attention. And the TVs were off, and everything, and they were just all talking. Yeah, and uh, they they were like talking to me sometimes too, and it was just failing. And my phone started to vibrate, and I turned it on so everybody could hear it ring. And it was like, and everybody stopped. And I was like, hey, I was like, 
no, I'm not busy at all. What are you doing? And I took the phone call for like three minutes on stage. <laughs> wow. And then when it was done, I was telling jokes to my friend. I was making my friend laugh, and I was like, Craig found everything funny, and then I hung up and walked away. I was just like, I'm done. Wow. That's, that's also how you end a show. Yeah, that's yeah. That's how you do it right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. We all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I wanted to do a segment that uh, I've done in the past, and normally uh, this segment is all about me, and I have tons more stories to go. That's the crazy thing is I've dated some terrible horrible human beings in my <laughs> life. This, this, this the is thing not, is, is, it, is that I, I welcome that sometimes. I know you do too, Miguel. I love I crazy. You I know, know I do. You we, see talk, yeah. we talk on the road. You see that girl walking down the street talking to herself with the butterfly tattoo hanging out, and we're like, all right. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. tear that apart and then try to get rid of her. Yeah, but here's the thing. I threw it out to some of our listeners, and I want to hear some of their stories. So okay. we're going to do some listener stories on this version of The X-Files. She's so crazy. <laughs> I think I want her more. No, I, I need her out of here. <laughs> I think your knife is sexy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes look beautiful in the reflection of that machete. <laughs> All right. Sometimes um, I get jealous of your relationship with your old cellmate. <laughs> So here's the thing. I wanted to hear what some of the craziest stories are that people had to experience with exes. And I threw it out there to some of our listeners. And some of them I just have to read off because they're hysterical to me. Uh, yeah. Starting off kind of tame. I think this is a pretty tame one. Okay. She planned two tender dates on the same night. And I was number two. <laughs> like, to me... And, was she and, just exhausted when she got to I know, right? <sighs> this make story all, Like, again. oh, man, I got to fix myself. I just had a rough one. <laughs> Can we just lay in bed and smoke some cigarettes? I'm exhausted. Gotcha. Can I do a load of wash? <laughs> here's, here's a good one. He faked a mild seizure when trying to get out of paying a $250 tab. It was my birthday. <laughs> He's like, hey, hon, uh, hold on real quick. <laughs> it, says, it says he didn't even warn me. He that asked the waitress if they could turn off the flashing light above us, and he started to look at the bill and was shaking. <laughs> and then the ambulance came. It was a huge scene. And uh, then when he got to the hospital, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine, by the way. <laughs> wow. Rested uh, that one away. Epilepsy right? went away. Uh, here's one from a comic over in Tampa, Clark. I love this guy. He said it was a blind date, and one of the first things she says is, I'm in the black guys and he goes i'm not black <laughs> i would have said me too yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence oh that makes me happy yeah Aww. um to go black <laughs> hey, this uh, a buddy of mine put on there i went out on a date to a bar with a british exchange student that was currently in college i told her what my parents did for a living and her response was i love how you americans try to educate yourselves out of your class <sighs> Wow. wow! He said he put ten on the table and left. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I laid the ten down. You see, see that man on there? Yeah, yeah. That's a founding father douche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's pretty good. I had a girl go out with me, and towards the end of the date, ordered an appetizer to go. That's kind of a red flag there, you know. Before arriving at her friend's house afterwards, she had been texting him, talking about how she just got off a date and she ordered an appetizer to go for her boyfriend who was at home. <laughs> Wow. wow. Yeah, 
that one, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I brought you something to eat, honey. Yeah. Hey, he's like, he's like, I be letting my girl go on dates all the time. She be coming back with appetizers. Here's an interesting one. She texts the guy back, hey, my boyfriend says thanks. Yeah. This, this one, I just, I want more to this story. I really want more to this story. He showed me his trunk full of enemas. <laughs> that's like that's like a cards wow. against humanity like a line right is that like full of enemas is that showed. like the second date right you show her the enemas right like, you I don't just jump into it right just pop the trunk and why there do you it is. keep why your enemas in the trunk yeah like i get i get keeping like well i mean anal i guess toys, you put them in the trunk because they're going in the, i don't know i don't know man just be like <laughs> sometimes i need an enema I'm just this one's my favorite this one's <laughs> <laughs> and this one i remember i was real sick all right <laughs> he dates them yeah. this, this one is my absolute favorite this comes from kate and this had me crying laughing this guy had an anklet on to measure his blood alcohol level. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, court wow. order. Yeah. He had wedged a piece of bologna between his ankle and the anklet. My dog wouldn't leave him alone. <laughs> that is the best. Wait a minute. I don't know if I'm appalled or impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That's... My bologna has an alcohol problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa said he gave me a hairball and nail clippings. He legitimately thought I'd want to keep it. Like, no, dude, we're not budding serial killers like you. Yeah. Wow. I saved something for you. Mm. Uh, Lawrence, loose cannon, comedian, loose cannon. Loose yeah, cannon. He said a girl brought her friend to the date and expected me to pay for her friend too. Well, I'd ask a question first. Hold on. Where's it going? I know where you're yeah, going. Where's yeah. it going? Because I'm more than willing to just cop out a fee if they, if this is going back home. Yeah, we're gonna have a wrestling match. Is yeah. she gonna tap in? Miguel, I could have sworn this was you typing this. All right, this one says I broke up with the girl. She left, took the hoodie that she had bought me with her. An hour later, she doused it in gasoline and set it on fire on our front lawn. We dated for two years after that. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to this story. I was hoping that, that she's still single because I'm like, I got to find her. I love her passion. Right, exactly. I, wanted, I, like, I love the fact that dude was like, she's burning something in the front yard. I've got to have her. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, doing a line of coke at Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> Openly. That's, that's my memoir. Yeah. The title of my memoir. <laughs> I, I want to comment like, and where'd it go wrong? Yeah. Gotcha. He's so, sitting there. He's like, did the men's room have a baby changing table? Because I need to rail this one up. <laughs> he's doing a coke, so it's half the cooking staff there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, this one, Lisa said, uh, there was a guy who did magic tricks throughout the first dinner date. Shout out Todd Bob. I know, right? <laughs> Not cool magic tricks, but dad magic tricks Aww. done at a kid's birthday party. He pulled scarves out of my ear during the appetizer. <laughs> Imagine what he would have done if he went down on her. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Whoa. What are yeah. these flowers doing here? Hey, this scarf was supposed to be white. <laughs> oh! oh! We got a day before it's bad. Oh. I know, right? First date, dude asked if I liked it rough three minutes in. I pretended to be disgusted. Married him a couple years later. Yeah. <laughs> I pretended to be. Like, how did he know? How dare I punch me in the junk? <laughs> Uh, there's some good ones. Even on when here, I man. say stop, I want you to keep choking me. Yeah, that was the dude. <laughs> uh, Give me this, one more. Give me one more. This is this kind of sounds like you again, Miguel. Oh God. Yeah. So this is the last one, and and be sure. 
if you got some good ones, share them. Yeah. I'll be yeah. happy to share those. So go to Real Laughs Facebook yeah. page, facebook.com slash Real Laughs Radio, and I will be happy to share some of your best stories uh, on the on the X-Files. I'll be, by the way, next week I got some good ones for me, so we'll oh, definitely God. share those too. Uh, this <laughs> this is a good one. A girl went psycho. Okay, already. Okay. I like her. Like mm-hmm. her. Uh, she's and, hot. All right, she's Puerto Rican. tried to kick me out after I made a joke about her shoes. Uh, she left my house around midnight. And then came back at 6 a.m. with the six-pack of Heineken and said, sorry. And she began to scream while we were doing it. <laughs> I want her so bad. I know, right? So bad. Honestly, like, this is the point where I really was like, I, I at first was like, no names. But now I want them to tag them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just for our own benefit. Right, Miguel? I, I mean, how about any crazy friend stories or anything? Because I know you've been with your woman too long to even remember before her. But do you I have, have any? I have stories. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, can you, give, can you give one crazy one, James? We got one minute before breaking. I, I don't think I can. No, okay. I mean I got to think I need, about it. I need to make sure it's okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 you got to. <laughs> he's got to get the waiver signed by yeah. his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, There's shout so out to my wife on the show. Miguel would share some of his stories, oh, but the, they're crazy. Yeah, he's well, been, they been, all been, they all end with a hooker in a trunk. That's right. <laughs> he's been court ordered not to talk about it. Yeah, he signed some non-disclosure agreements. I got some good ones. Man, I've had some crazy girls that I'm like, you are nuts. Well, Stay I'll with tell me you forever. What, I'll tell you what, you guys can bring your stories to the table next time we okay. do the X Files. I'll I'll bring some of mine and we'll share some of yours. So be sure to share some of them. Real laughs uh radio at gmail.com if you want to email them to us. Uh Facebook.com slash real laughs radio or twitter.com slash real laughs radio. And we are on there as well. So all right, guys, when we come back, we're gonna have the news to amuse. Stick around right here, real laughs on real radio. This is Devin with Real Laughs on Real Radio. We are putting on phenomenal comedy shows every first and third Saturday of the month at Groucho's Comedy Club at Club 52 in Melbourne, Florida. It's at the Melbourne Greyhound Park. This coming show, we have an absolutely phenomenal lineup. Florida's Funniest Comedian, he actually won Florida's Funniest last year, is going to be at Groucho's on the 17th of February. Alex Yu will be there, and I'm telling you, this is not one to miss. This guy has won numerous awards. He doesn't do a lot of headlining gigs in Florida, and if he does, you're going to pay for it. But this one is only about $15, $10 if you're a police or a military veteran. Uh, You can check out the tickets online if you go to Facebook.com slash Real Laughs Radio. We have tickets there posted with the event page, or you can purchase them at the door. We'll see you there February 17th at the Melbourne Greyhound Park at Groucho's Club 52. Hey, guys, this is Devin with Real Laughs on Real Radio. I'm here with my buddy Miguel. We are pitching to you a fantastic advertising opportunity on Real Radio 104.1. It can cost a fortune to do some of the advertising, but not with Real Laughs on Real Radio. And we provide results. Guys, you can get some of the best advertising around. We will help you out, personalize your ad, read it on air. It'll appear on the iHeartRadio app. And also, we do social media promotion for you, too. We'll Facebook Live. We'll go out to the wherever you're at, and we will make sure that everybody knows about your business. That's right. Not only are we going to promote you online and also on the radio, we're physically going to come out to your events and help drum up business for you. Here at Real Labs, we have a saying, if you're with us, we're with you. And we're going to make sure your product 
product, your brand, your event gets out to as many households as possible. Absolutely. And we have some great satisfied customers. Harry Buffalo is one of them. Uptown uh, Selfie. Uptown Selfie is one. Grandview Live. Godvate.com. we got ab- tons of sponsors. Absolutely. If you want more information, just email us, reallastradio at gmail.com. on real radio by the way shout out to maya may easy over at uh in in winter haven she's listening she said she's a, a listener an avid fan so we got one guys we got one we're doing well we're up there <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> we're doing well I, I think we're doing awesome everywhere i go people are commenting our radio show you know they're always like hey i listen to real laughs i love it man we at the show the other day in um a deltona uh the, i wish i knew his name i wish i'd remembered it but a guy said he listens all the time and uh, so shout out to you if you're in deltona and you came out to the show the other day thanks for supporting live comedy but also for supporting us i talked to some a few people at the deltona show that me and miguel did and they're yeah. like we listen to you guys all the time right so yeah, I, I want to tell a quick story by the way on yeah, my way to deltona i was leaving our good friend tom fermi's house tom fermi. and uh, i was driving through a residential area and a car stopped directly in front of me in a residential area okay middle of the road car stopped oh they, they did it on purpose yeah so here's the thing i rolled down my window i was thinking okay she's getting out of the car it was a woman young woman getting out of her car oh. and uh i thought okay did i do i got my brights on or something did you i know? do something did, wrong yeah i was yeah. like did does she have car trouble you know is there an, an issue she didn't even look at me james what she walked directly up to this driveway she stomped one foot on the driveway and then flicked off the house and turned around to get back in her car, and I said, ma'am, are you okay? She goes, yeah. She goes, but that'll teach him to put a restraining odor on my ass. Whoa, what? And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) There's nobody here to witness this. Like, this is your moment. This woman was literally, like, Miguel-level dating crazy. Like, she she drove, and the thing is, I looked, and her license plate said Duval. Oh, Duval. We're in, we're in Castleberry. Yeah, <laughs> like she drove like two hours just to violate this restraining order for her own personal benefit. You know, like what? there was nobody but around. You, but you gotta, you gotta give her credit for the commitment. Oh yeah, absolutely. That whole that's a long ride. I got her number. That, that's, <laughs> that is not a short trip. Right? That's three hours of her just like, yeah, wait till I get there. Right? Wait till I get to that house. I'm gonna <laughs> flick it off so good. Yeah, I was feeling like I don't do restraining orders, but you might. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> restrain who? What did that order restrain? Huh? Right. That order, you go girl. Nothing. You gotcha. go girl. It was like it was like Doolittle's raid, like just enough, just enough to like show the Japanese that we could hit their island if we wanted to. Yeah, she's yeah. like, and when he woke up and saw that footprint, he was like, I understand. I know, she's right? sending a message. Duval's not too far That's for her like to reach here. Neil Armstrong got off the lander and was just like, took one step and was like. All right, let's go back. I guys. wish the officer yeah. would have got off and just thrown a Soviet Union flag on the ground and peed on and been like, it stays on the moon forever now. <laughs> I know, right? Nice. And it, just the urine's like hovering above yeah. the flag. Like, it's just... <laughs> like every now and then you're in an observatory. They're like, if you look to the left, you can see Neil Armstrong's <laughs> floating around. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, yes. Gotcha. And, and like, gotcha. And read the you funny loud and clear. thing is, is like his junk like was exposed to the <laughs> elements. Ballooned and out. it just ballooned out. <laughs> You know, an American flag on the side of it. He turned black for five seconds. It just puffed up, and then the sun hit it directly, so it became just super brown. <laughs> and then the little pee on the end froze. <laughs> All right, James. That's gotcha. science for anybody who doesn't gotcha. know. All right, you ready for a new shoe muse, buddy? Yeah, science to- out of that. All right, yes, I All am. All right, let's do it. News to me. 
Welcome to Real Life News. Funny things happen from around the world, and we give them to you in the form of news stories. Hard-hitting journalism that'll kick you in your giggle stick. Mm. Right in the proverbial. That's right. People, thank you for joining us for News to Amuse. Now, I got a great story to start out with, guys. Several students walked out of an anthropology course at Princeton University. Very prestigious. Right. Ivy League school. And more importantly, several students were taking an anthropology course. <laughs> I think they might have just walked out when they realized what class it was. Like, oh, I'm going to school for a job, not to sound smart. That's a, <laughs> that's a class you take when you have white privilege. Just, right? I'm just wasting my parents' money. I don't exactly. care. Well, they left for a good reason, because the professor kept using a racial slur repeatedly. Now, the name of the class is Cultural Freedoms, Hate Speech, Blasphemy, and Pornography. It explores the legal and cultural limits of free speech. Now, okay, so you kind of walked into that one. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, well, here's the question he posed. Now, I've been to a lot of college classes. Uh, well, I slept through a lot of college I'm gonna classes. Take, I'm going to take a Bible class and get pissed because Jesus was from the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this ain't right. I'm out of here, man. That's right. You got to get your facts straight. And he just asked a question. He posed a question to the class. It's a provocative one. He said, guys, what's more provocative, a white man that walks up to a black man and punches him in the nose or a white man that walks up to a black man and calls him the N-word? But he didn't say N-word. He actually said the word. Right. But with a hard R. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he, that's yeah the Cracker Barrel version. Yes, yeah. yes exactly yeah. right. The Paula Deen version, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he repeated the example like several more times, and he could see every time he said it, a lot of white students became visibly uncomfortable. And that's so funny. Is yeah. that the white students were so the like, only mm, ones in the room, yeah. too? Yeah. 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 And well, I because can't... it was Princeton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they but there got... was one kid that got in. There was you know. one Indian kid in <laughs> yeah. the rest, and he's just like, will any of this be on the engineering exam? <laughs> <laughs> there was one black kid there, a friend of action, Malik, who was like, yo, did you hear what he just said? Malik right? was like, yo, you my net. <laughs> I, like I, like I like this cracker right here, man. He real as hell. <laughs> Also, I'm a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> I'm just talking like that for irony. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was funny was what he said when he got the news, uh, you know, uh, did an interview with him. They said, well, why did you keep saying it? And he's like, well, I did it on purpose. I, yeah. I wanted everyone to feel the power of that word. And I started to think to myself, you want us to feel the power of that word as if we haven't been feeling that for 400 years? There <laughs> wasn't none of y'all in the class. He was trying to make a point. And that's funny, though, man, because you sign up for that class knowing, hey, this is going to get blue. This is going to get rowdy. And the teacher's posing an example. People are like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, Not only that, think about this. They went to the news. Yeah. Like, they went to like the news. Like, he's trying to start a dialogue on what do you think is more provocative, physically assaulting someone or using this language that almost uh, – Hate speech. Hate speech. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and, but why couldn't you just in a say class it that on way? Hate speech. <laughs> what do you mean? That, that's the thing. What you just said is the exact same thing he said without using that word. But he's trying to teach it. I mean, how do you how do you say we can't say that word? And then when we bump hip hop albums, where we're like, "Yo, that's my favorite part of the song." Because here's the thing: if the word's only allowed for certain people to say, that mm -hmm. makes it more desirable to be said. When mm -hmm. you make something exclusive, it's a diamond now. Mm -hmm. Only certain people can have it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think I think when you're in a class like that, I mean, uh, you know, he 
Man, he's trying to he's trying to push buttons. The class is about pushing buttons. He's yeah. about learning it. So I you, took a class on uh, terrorism, and we watched a beheading video on yeah. the second day. And I was yeah. like, "What the heck?" You I mean, know, it, I mean, it was violent. And I was like, uh, "And he's like, this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. This is what you signed up for." And My I was school like, didn't want to show that uh, when I was in uh, junior high. They didn't want to show the video of the woman giving birth in health class. Mm-hmm. And uh, my teacher was like, how can I tell them about all this? And we want them to understand it. Right. And then they can't see it. And they're like, well, it's just we don't, we don't want them to see it. And that's yeah. our problem, man. We want to talk that's about things thing. without talking see, about See, here's things. the thing. Miguel and I, a uh, yeah. white man and Hispanic man, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. know more about this than you, James. Uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, you do. You do. obviously. Please tell obviously me about... we're well aware yes, of how yes, you should yes. feel yes. Please about educate this me on the plight of my people. Yeah. 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 So anyways, like... when you're done uh, listening to us, learn. Let me white-splain. We ought to walk out of Kevin Hart's special when he said it. We applauded. Yeah, that's right. All right, what you got? Well, just, yeah. All right, um, here's here's one. It's freedom of speech by way of finger. Um, that's the, there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, she's clearly guilty. Yeah. But anyway, no, that's not what this take, is about. Take a whiff of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that smells, that smells guilty. Okay, yeah. anyway, um, that's the argument that an Indian uh, Indiana man is using to fight back after he was given a ticket for showing a state trooper his middle finger. Now, the ticket can be issued in Indiana to anybody because here's the law. Uh, a person who recklessly, knowingly, or intentionally engages in conduct that is likely to provoke a reasonable person to commit battery. Really? That's why you can get a ticket. They can find a law in any of that Can stuff. you run that all back to me again? It just I heard every word, and it just doesn't sound reasonable. What a, was it? A person who recklessly, knowingly, or intentionally engages in conduct that is likely to provoke a reasonable person to commit battery. Battery, meaning mm. you're gonna do something mm. to make me want to. What if you just have a face like Jared Kushner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I kind of just want to hit it. Yeah. Know, like. see, see, that's the thing. I there's like a part of my brain that's like I like this yeah. because like it's that oh, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching right. you, and I'm gonna hit mm-hmm. you in the face because you're not touching me, but you know what you're doing is okay. pissing me off. Okay, but here let's be clear about yeah. this: the gentleman who committed this act. Was a white guy. Well, right. also, okay, okay. Because yeah, let me make this true. clear to people: black folks ain't going up to cops and giving them the middle finger. Right. Okay, right. Ever since Trayvon Martin, it's open season on black asses. We are not provoking mm-hmm. the cop to do anything. Right well, now, it's also in Indiana, like Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no black people in Indiana, Even but the one basketball team in right? Indiana is white. Gotcha. That's, but the interesting <laughs> thing is, what's funny is Malik's there. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Also, you're telling me that by him violating that law and yeah. by the by the cop actually enforcing that law, uh-huh. the cop is openly saying i wanted to commit Can battery on, on this you? person yeah oh yeah like yeah. that's what that's... I, this is what i don't get because it's because like i would have done it but he wasn't black. This is right. like, how, about, <laughs> yeah. how about when like and man like i think anytime you say anything about law enforcement people are like why are you anti-cop i'm not i live in a good neighborhood and it's good because we have police yes but i like that how come like i've had officers come up to my vehicle with their hand on their pistol and then they're like why are you nervous oh, i got drawn on i've been drawn on I actually yeah. had, I got drawn on. That's because, right, a traffic stop, right? Yeah, they, well, they thought I was somebody else. And luckily, you I, was, black in the car? I was wearing my Carabas <laughs> uh, chef coat. Yeah. And luckily, I got out of the car wearing my Carabas chef coat, and he goes, Oh, you're not him. Sorry. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> and then I wow. got back in my car. I was like, But if I, you know, like, Yeah. What? I tell Golly. you, when I, was in, when I was in Atlanta, I was 16 years old. I was in the Atlanta airport, and these two detectives got me. And they they got me. I mean, they came up and yanked me, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" They're like, "Come on, come on, come on!" They took me to like a little, you know, the airport. You can open a wall, and it's like a little room. It's like the subway. Right. It's like a little door, but it doesn't really look like a door all the time. Yeah. They took me there, 
they put a picture up to me, and he goes, mm, it'll do, but it ain't him. And then they <laughs> let me go. And that was my whole thing. And yeah. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and then they were like, and then when they, they, they were looking through my stuff, the, the other guy, the other cop goes, man, he's a kid. And he gave me my stuff. And then they told me, because I was in the gift shop, I thought they thought I was like trying to steal or something like that. And I'm like, I didn't even try to steal anything. And they're like, just wrong place at the wrong time, kid. Wow. I hate wrong place at the wow. wrong time. I just, ugh. I got one more for you guys real yeah. quick. Now, there is a major international charity that covered up some of the employees' wrongdoings. Um, there wasn't embezzling. Listen, do, get, get off White Clef, please. <laughs> White Clef Someone is a national hero. Someone please call 911. <laughs> I remember. And then, I stole their money because they all lived in huts in Port-au-Prince. <laughs> please call 911 and immediately after a hit, pound 250. That's right. Hello, Hello? Hillary? They found out. <laughs> Get rid of the emails. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Two times. All right. Here's what they were doing. They were taking money, and they were having sex parties, oh, including like a full-on Caligula-style orgy. Yes, wow. bring the horse and armor right now. Yes, uh, with Haitian prostitutes who had just survived the island's earthquake. Okay, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah. I was thinking call girls. Um, the native, uh, the group's called Oxfam. Um, mm -hmm. And they, the heads of those things were actually taking the money, and they were having orgies with prostitutes. And the thing is, they were making the prostitutes wear the Oxfam T-shirts. Oh, oh yeah. wow. While they were there, so everyone knew exactly where well, that tail was coming from. at least they bought T-shirts. They bought clothing for them. That's, I mean, this <laughs> is clearly them, a charitable. I would, yeah, I would make them wear the T-shirts that said... Uh, New England Patriots 2018 uh, Super Bowl champions. Yeah, absolutely, man. Is that it for that's the That's it, that's it for news That's awesome, all you need. Awesome, man. Well, we're about to wrap this show up. This week, I'm going to be at the Sanford Bonkers on Friday and Saturday. If you're in the area, uh, Otters on the River is where I will be on Friday and Saturday. If you want free tickets, hit me up. Uh, you know, Message me on Facebook, uh, Devin Siebold. You can find me. James, where are you going to be? Absolutely. If you want those free tickets for Devin, also you can hit us up at 407-629-2665. We'll give you some free tickets there. Um, this week, I'm actually going to be performing on Valentine's Day. I'm going to be bringing you some comedy and some love to your life. It's going to be an old fire grill in Melbourne. Yeah, I'll be at IPIC Theater, actually, in Boca. Guys, this week, there. I'm actually heading out to Puerto Rico to help out over at, with my grandmother's place. But if you want to see a good show, you can check out the showcase at Savoy, Tuesday the 13th at 8.30. Or you can see the Best in Show Comedy Party, February 15th at Odd Jobs. And don't forget, also, I will be at our Real Lab show in Melbourne at Club 52. It's going to be Alex Yu performing mm -hmm. with Ye Ye Martinez. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Real Lab's radio, and uh, hopefully we will see you back here tomorrow same time same place good night